on Triple M Mining HQ. Your Friday edition of Mining HQ and Chris Lamezia joins us once again to run through some of the big news headlines from the week. Chris, happy Friday. Pablo, it always feels good. Off to the bathridge. <laughs> now, last week, to, to start the show on a bit more of a, a sombre note, it was a tough week. Uh, deaths on mine sites in the mining industry. You know, the mining family uh, grieving and working their way through that. But also, IGO boss Peter Bradford uh, passed away. Yeah, really sad. Really sad. I actually say IGO MD and CEO Peter Bradford. He passed away, Pablo, suddenly last Saturday at the age of 64. And uh, just going back on his record, he transformed IGO into the ASX 100 company it is today. And he was regarded by many as an inspirational leader, an innovator and strategic thinker, and a, a compassionate mentor who was extremely passionate about climate change and the role the mining industry can play in the renewable energy transition. So he was certainly a head of the game plan. Alongside his role at IGO, Bradford was the president of AMEC Mining and an active mentor for women in mining WA. So from everyone at Triple M Mining HQ, our sincerest and heartfelt condolences go to Peter's wife, Vicky, and his children and everyone who was fortunate enough to know Peter. Now let's speak about Rio Tinto. Uh, they turn in to mining mosquito fleet, Chris. <laughs> yeah, mining giant Rio Tinto. They're going to downsize mining trucks to deliver environmental and productivity gains. Now the move will also help in the eventual electrification of its mining fleet. This new approach will see the large mining trucks at Rio's Pilbara Iron Ore Mines replaced with a relative mosquito fleet. The small trucks. They can carry a 40-tonne payload as opposed to the larger trucks, which carry from 220 tonnes up to nearly 300. There are hopes that the smaller autonomous trucks will act as conveyor belts out of the mining, plus they can move faster and more frequently. And Rio has calculated that smaller truck usage will result in capital and operational cost savings, as well as lower greenhouse gas emissions, further helping the company reduce its mining footprint. Next headline, electric-powered bus are first for the mining industry. Yeah, the mining sector, they have welcomed its first electric-powered coach unveiled by Covalent, Lithium and Northfleet. That's at the Australasia Bus and Coach Expo that happened in Sydney earlier this month. Why a bus in the mining industry? Well, the answer lies in the ongoing electrification of vehicles across the sector. It's a 57-seat coach and it's going to operate out of Covalent's Mount Holland Mine in WA using its 450k range, pretty good, to transport mine site personnel daily to and from work. Now, the long-range sustainable transport solution comes in response to Covalent's commitment to reducing its carbon impact. Covalent's WA-based Earl Grey Lithium Project will be a fully integrated operation overseeing the end-to-end production of battery-quality lithium hydroxide. Now, this includes a refinery in Quinana, along with a mine and concentrator at its Mount Holland project. Now, Epirock mine truck haulers bound for Granny Smith. Yeah, Epirock, they're always a good story. They are a leading mining equipment manufacturer and have won a large order for underground mining trucks from global gold producers, Goldfields. The miner has ordered a fleet of powerful mine truck NT65 haulers with automation features to be used at its Granny Smith Gold Mine in our state. Epirock is a long-standing provider of equipment and services to the mine site and is also supplying production drills and consumables. Epirock manufactures the the mine truck NT65 in Sweden and they'll come equipped with Epirock's telematic systems, which allows for intelligent monitoring of machine performance and productivity in real time. 
and we'll have EpiRock's rig control system, RCS installed, which makes them ready for automation and remote control. And delivery should be early next year, Pablo. We're wrapping up the week. We just got the big news headlines before from Chris. But uh, Chris, what, what can we expect next week on the show? Who have you got lined up for us? Well, last week, Pablo, I asked you what was your first mobile. I think you said the Nokia. Now, what about sleeping? Are you a good sleeper? Uh, usually, yeah. I would say I am. Well, imagine being on a mine site, and I'm sure some people are good sleepers, but that working 12 hours on, 12 hours off, it'd be difficult for a lot of people. Yeah. So we're going to hear from international best bookseller. His name is Dr. Matt Walker. He'll expand on sleep deprivation being a killer and how we can rectify those things and alternate ways to get better sleep. Uh, we'll also have a chat to Len Fretwell. You might say, who's Len? Well, he's the publisher of a magazine called Digging and Drilling. Drilling. He'll share stories with us. And we'll also catch up with the team from CME for the latest industry news. When you speak sleep, try to settle a debate that we're having in our household. I like it freezing, Chris, in the bedroom. The wife disagrees, but apparently science says about 16 degrees is the optimal uh, temperature for sleep. But I'll let you confirm that next week, okay? I think you guys should cuddle more. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Chris, it's always good to chat, and uh, we'll catch up next week. Take it easy. For the very latest mining news in WA... Stream the Mining HQ podcast, available now on the Listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R.